Welcome to Big Brave Business. This is a podcast built on the belief that you can create absolutely anything for yourself. Whether it's a dream job or a dream life, it's all possible for you. I'm Amanda Nelson, a virtual assistant and digital marketer. And that's Sarah Heater, podcast producer and strategic consultant. Each week, we will share insights from working with dozens of clients, stories of how we got where we are, and encourage you to see us as your new business besties. So grab a cup of coffee and let's talk being brave in business. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Amanda. How are we you say doing that today? every time. Hey. Like, hey. Hey. Well, I feel like it's how you're supposed to start it. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. You and I have been texting, emailing about this topic. We have been hearing, I have been hearing tons of clients sending me things about it. It is, as we record right now, super popular. That's chat GPT. That's right, you guys. Technology. We're jumping on the chat GPT train. We're going to talk about chat GPT today. We want to talk about what we're hearing, what our experiences have been like, what we think works well, what doesn't, what we're excited about for potentially using it, if we're excited about potentially using it, all of the things. So let's start at the beginning. <laughs> I feel like I say that every episode as well. Amanda, what have you been hearing about chat GPT? Yeah. So if you don't know what chat GPT is, it is an artificial intelligence platform that you can ask it to, I guess, pretty much do anything in terms of like content writing. If you need a social media caption written, it will write it for you. It is artificial intelligence that will help you create content, basically. Is that how you would describe it, Sarah? For people yeah, that I aren't, think it's aren't. it's basically okay. like an intelligent chatbot. So instead of having yeah. like with a old school chatbots, you have to program in what it can be asked and what its responses should be. But this is AI, so it will chat. It's a robot that chats with you, but it has intelligence. So it's a little bit overwhelming, I think, to wrap your mind around like how can I use that and. Yeah. Lots and lots of people are talking about lots and lots of ideas right now. Like this is very trendy. <laughs> yeah. So I had originally a client sent it to me and was like, hey, have you ever heard of this before to write blog post? And I was like, let me let me take a look. You know, let me let me play with it. Let's see. I blinked. 12 hours had gone by and I had been talking to this AI bot for so long. It's so interesting and scary how intuitive this thing is and how almost person-like it is. I get, I'll give you an example. I was asking it, so I'm currently working on a website copywriting job for a food photographer. And so just for shits and giggles, I said, hey, write me out a website homepage copy for a food photographer and be witty. It was so funny. It was very witty. It was, it gave me catchphrases. It gave me ideas for headers on tabs. It's very, very intuitive. You can, you can even ask it things like I, I asked, I have a friend that works in the boiler industry. And I said, give me some ideas for content for social media around steam boilers. And within two seconds, it had written me out 10 different responses, included hashtags. 
by the way, mm. and was funny, witty, just like a person would be. So people are using it in my circles for website copy, a lot of social media ideas. I even typed in, what can I post about today as a virtual assistant? And it was like, a good idea would be to post what you wear when you're working from home. And I'm like, what a cute, what a cute idea. I'll never do it because I wear like men's house socks around the house, but sure. It's a great idea. You <laughs> just so did. People are using you it. just shared. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so a lot of people are doing it for script writing. Even it's not perfect. There is a lot of things that you still need to tweak, but it's a very interesting jumping off point. What are you hearing people are using it for? Very similar. I think Right now, I'm hearing everyone go crazy of all of the ideas and suggestions of ways you can use it. And I'll tell you, my gut reaction was, and this is how I know I'm getting old, you guys, but my gut reaction was like, uh-oh, what are the problems with this? <laughs> I feel like I love technology. Obviously, like what I do is very technical. I love technology. I love new technology. I love leaning into technology. That's why I have shared on this podcast and I'll continue to talk about it, about how much I love investing in systems and subscriptions for things and services. And I always, always say systems cost less than people do. And so I am a big advocate for staying as profitable as possible for as long as possible. And this gives so many options for that. So you would think I'd be excited, but there's some things about just AI in general that like make me nervous and that's where the humanity gets taken out. And so I've already seen some interesting things about a student created an algorithm that has now been adapted to help professors be able to run a, a program, which is also AI by the way, but a program to spit back a report about how likely an essay or a paper was to have been written by an AI like ChatGPT. Because to your point, if you could use it for all those things, you could also use it to do your homework. And that is clearly <laughs> academic, uh, a violation of academic integrity. And, and it's, uh, you know, it's a problem. You can't turn in work that wasn't written by you. So that's a little bit nerve wracking. Also, I have seen a lot of feedback about very similar algorithms and AI response technology that including Google SEO, by the way, that means anything written by chat GPT is not going to be search engine optimized. So Google will actually lower any rankings in their search results that were a high probability of being generated by AI. So I'm going to go ahead and put it out there and say, my advice is not to use it for your website copy because wow. you want your okay. website copy to be SEO friendly. So that is something that's really interesting to me. But hearing these responses to it is actually making me feel better because that's where like when my haunches went up of like, um, <laughs> Uh -oh, I have some concerns. I'm like, oh, no, we still can't take the humans out of humanity, right? Like we still yeah. need humans. So I would say there are some things I've played with that I think do seem really fun. So let's talk about how we think we can use it moving forward. Like I'd love to talk about actually both like what you can't do and what you can do. So when you were playing with yeah. it, did you discover anything that it couldn't do or it didn't do well? And what did you yes. think was really fun and exciting? 
Okay. I will also address your concerns. I had someone send me chat GPT and said, are you scared for your job? Like, mm. will marketing no longer yeah, exist first. if there's someone who can do your job? Mm-hmm. And I was, no, I'm not, I'm not concerned <laughs> because I, I, I mean, yes, they could probably write the content. I'm not a copywriter. That's not the only thing that I do. So for me, I feel pretty, pretty safe that the bots aren't coming for my job. But I do see where for a lot of people, because this is such a new and shiny technology Mm -hmm. that they're going to jump and run to this. Like I know a lot of the business owners that I work with are like, this is a game changer for us. You know, this is going to save so much time and so much money. And listen, if it does and it makes you feel like that's the case, like go, I'm supportive of whatever it makes you feel more comfortable at the end of the day. But I also think the human, like to your point, the human element of it all, the discussion, the strategy, the thought that goes into who you're marketing to and your area and the the economy, the ability to say, Hey, this is this is great content writing. Like this is great. This is a great blog post. Where are you in it? Yeah. Where are That's you? That's what Eric and Who I talk about a lot is like it's art. And so before Chat GPT was super trendy and fun, this AI quote unquote art became really trendy, right? And I did it too. So I want to go ahead and say that. Like, I'm not trying to be all like Miss Ethics, like, what do they call it? Feminist killjoy. I'm not trying to be like that, right? I also participated in that AI art trend where you upload pictures of yourself and it spits back all these different styles. And after I did it, I learned that it's actually mimicking actual artist styles without giving the actual artists any credit or any kind of financial compensation for mimicking their art style. And also it doesn't do as good of a job as the actual artists do in a lot of respects with that AR art thing. So with this chat GPT, I had a lot of similar concerns in my initial response to it, which was very related to what you're saying, which is like taking the art out of like Mm -hmm. writing is art. Copywriters can do art with language and taking the art out of it what scares me is is it if it saves you money as an individual person like a sole proprietor great but what about the googles and the amazons and the facebooks and the netflixes of the world who somebody's job is to write the copy the descriptions the sales copy the yeah. web pages that now those corporations who are the first ones to say this will save money. Now, not to say that they're going to replace those jobs with AI, but it gives them a reason to pay those jobs even less money, that those salaries are now going to go even like less valued and even further down in the toilet as far as valuing people's art as something that's worth paying for and supporting financially. So I have concerns about it from that standpoint. That doesn't mean I don't like it, though. There's things that I think are super fun. Yeah. Well, to go to your point, your question was, what's fun about it? It's really fun to see how personable you can get with it. But I will say it is limited. It is generic. Like, even when I was like, be witty or be funny in the copy, it is very generic. It is something that... It's like, that's funny for a robot. It's funny for a robot and it's, fun, yes. it's entertaining and funny to play with, but it's not like if some, if I read on somebody's actual website copy, I'd be like, oh, okay. Okay. You know, but it's not anything that I would be 
it, it's not anything original. It's not anything mm-hmm. funny or like unique for a human. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think there's limitations there. It's still a robot, you know, I will say when it's a create, I noticed that by all the searching that I did, that when it was a more creative industry, it was less helpful. Mm-hmm. So if I was looking for content for a photographer or an artist, or I'm trying to think who else I looked up last night. Um, but if it was, if the industry that I was searching about was more creative, it was kind of, the, it was less it was less worthwhile. But mm-hmm. if I was working with, like I mentioned, a boiler, you know, or industrial sales, it was very helpful in it because it had a lot of information. And I also work with a crypto education company. The content around that was very helpful because it's incredibly mm-hmm. factual, right? But when you ask it to give personality or you ask it to, you know, create something that would take creativity it, it lacks there, you know, it's the, the depth and the caliber of the content just really isn't there. So have you noticed anything that's like when you're playing so with it that you're like, so my yeah. first thing when I started playing with it is I was asking it questions in my own industry about podcasting. And this, I really want to talk about this because you said with those examples that you tried, they were very factual. Okay. So the information that I got back, because I am an expert in my industry and I do know a lot about it and I keep up a lot was not factual. And so a lot of the stuff that got, that came back, I actually found it was outdated or blatantly false. And so that was very interesting to me. I also had heard somebody talking about, you can ask it for quotes about a topic. It'll spit back 10 quotes to you. And then you can actually like copy and paste that and import it into Canva. And this is a whole other conversation, but Canva has a feature that a lot of people don't know about or use where you can um, upload like a CSV file and it will input all the things in the CSV file into your Canva template so you can spit out a ton of content really fast. So people were saying you can generate a list of quotes from chat GPT, import them into Canva, and then you can get like these pretty quote graphics on your templates and it takes you like 90 seconds to do. Sounds great. But the quotes, I decided to spot check because I was like, oh, this is interesting. I didn't know this person said this. They didn't, Amanda. They were blatantly misattributed. And I was like, okay. And I kept on trying to play with it and like testing it and asking it. And I was like trying to be more specific, like make sure you're only giving me quotes that are not from an unknown source and that are can be attributed to multiple sources. Like I want you to cross check before you give me the the quote. And even then I would get the same quote that was attributed to two different people, like both in the same list of 10. There's a quote that says like XYZ and from Malala and also XYZ from Oprah. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to use that quote twice attributed to two different people. So that is very interesting. So I would say actually my biggest like initial takeaway when I started playing with it is do not use it for anything research. It's not a research substitute. You need to do your own research through real sources and that's a whole other skill set. But what I found worked really well and I think this is more related to what you found is that it's a really good idea generator. So right on Mm -hmm. the front page of ChatGPT, when you first log in, it has like some suggestions. And one of them is ideas for a 10-year-old's birthday party. That kind of thing is way more helpful. So I found asking it for social media post ideas was really, and especially the more specific you can be about who's posting and who the audience is and what your goals are, 
that was really helpful. Similarly, podcast yeah. ideas, podcast episode ideas, podcast title ideas, either the show title or episode titles. I found that, which again, not going to be SEO, <laughs> not going to be optimized. Google is actively working against that, using their own AI to challenge that AI, right? They don't want to prioritize that in their search engine results, but it can give you ideas. Battle of the bot. And that's, yeah, let them battle it out. And that's the thing that I think is really interesting about it is that it can give you ideas. So I like to say, and this is what I've been telling my clients, is like, let it do some of the heavy lifting for you. You're still the expert. It's not going to replace experts. It's not going to replace expertise. The expertise needs to come from you. The experience and the thought leadership comes from you. But let it give you ideas. I have another podcast of my own that's for Girl Scout troop leaders, and I literally asked it for ideas for podcast episodes for a podcast for Girl Scout troop leaders. And even being that specific, it gave me 10 pretty good ideas. I challenged it and said, can you give me 10 more? Totally did. And I asked who would be good people to interview on a podcast for Girl Scout troop leaders. It gave me a list that was like kind of, it was good, but it was kind of vague. So I was like, can you be more specific? And the results were incredible. Like definitely took notes There were some suggestions that I thought, well, that would be a good person to interview, but how do I find that? So I asked it, where do you find an expert on? And I copied and pasted what it had suggested. And then it gave me a list of 10 ideas of where I could find those people. I mean, it was like so helpful from that standpoint. So for idea generation, I think it's wonderful for research Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> don't trust it. And that also, ex- therefore, don't trust what most content creators are posting if they're using chat GPT, because if they're posting facts, you don't know where it came from. Make sure you're checking your Very sources. Very true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does this make you excited for the future of AI at all? I feel better about it knowing that there are people who are concerned about also using AI to keep it as ethical as possible. (laughs) Like if we're using AI, like you said, the battle of the bots, that makes me feel better. I also think having conversations about properly attributing artists, properly attributing quotes, properly attributing research, not plagiarizing your homework in a college setting. I'm also a college professor, by the way. And so that's also something that comes to mind. Like, as long as we're having those conversations about ethics and art and the magic of being human, right, that AI can never have, then yes, we can use AI to support that. We can use AI to support those things without, and then we can both exist, right? Like, so pay artists, these are my takeaways, pay artists, do good research, and like, make sure you are properly attributing your sources. (laughs) That's good. Those are good takeaways. I think it's exciting. I do think it's, I'm a big fan of anything that allows and equips business owners to get a leg up because there's so many things that go against being a business Mm -hmm. owner. So I think it's great from that standpoint, but I also think there's no way that a bot can do what a human can do says the person who is obsessed with their Roomba. Um, But still, you get what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Well, I guess there are some things bots can do that humans can't. And to that point, 
let it take some of the heavy lifting from you. Like content, the content creation treadmill is real and it is exhausting and continuing to come up with ideas, especially long, long term ideas. Like I have been doing my Girl Scout Troop Leader podcast for four and a half years now. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally exhausted from coming up with topics for that podcast. So if there's something that can take some of the heavy lifting from you and that can make that easier, then we should use it. And right now it's free. They do have a paid version as well. So I did just hear about this. They did roll out a paid version and I'm sure that that is going to, that trend of trying to get you to pay for it is going to continue. But it sounds like right now the main version is free. But you pay for like priority access. So because it's so trendy and everybody's hopping on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and checking it out and testing it out and having these initial introductory conversations to try it out, uh, the response times can get very slow because their servers get very slow. So you can pay for priority access, which is going to get faster response time. And if you're only using the free version, it's possible that they will tell you it's too busy and you have to come back later. So that's like, I think right now. That's what it was last night when I was playing with it. It was slow. And they told me they were overloaded. Well, it just Mm. said um, that they were experiencing a high level of traffic. um, Response times may be delayed. That's what it said. But it was still very quick. I mean, within 10 seconds, I had a response. Now, granted, I was doing the free version. It was the first time that I had really like played in it, played in it. So I think it was trying to like get me hooked, which it did. (laughs) But yeah, I think our biggest takeaway with chat GPT is use it for inspiration don't use it for research. We feel confident in saying that it will help you and your business when it comes to coming up with ideas, but mm-hmm. also respect artists, respect the people that are doing the work and humans first. Let the bots battle it out. Yes. I hope this is helpful. Let us know what you think. Tell us how you're using chat GPT. And if you disagree with us, go ahead and call us out. I want to hear it. And with oh, that, I definitely will... want to hear. I know so li- I know so little about this topic just just from my experience. I'm like, please tell me how wrong I am. I want to know everything. <laughs> yeah, if you know more about ChatGPT than we do, please inform us, enlighten us. With that, <laughs> thank you for spending this time with us. Make sure you come hang out with us on Instagram. We're at Big Brave Business, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>